Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Weekend No Show. My name is JG. I'm here with my co-host, CL Smooth. What's up, man? What's good, family? And of course, the Insidious LAT. How are you? What's up, everybody? Okay, this episode, we have a new Freak Nick documentary coming up on Hulu and the Boot Girls from Atlanta. But first, let's lead into this Freak Nick issue. Everybody knows Freak Nick, or they should. Or, or they will, I should say. <laughs> they uh, will. CL Smooth, what's up with that? Yeah, man, this, this, is, this is about to be good. But let me give let me give some background to, to, yeah, to yeah, folks yeah. who might not be familiar with what Freaknik is. Um, so Freaknik was a kind of an annual spring break party, right, for Black college students that came to prominence in Atlanta, like in the 80s and, and 90s. The Freaknik name comes from Freak Picnic, right? So a party picnic type type of deal. And it really blew up. Um, I think it's, it kind of started in 83. And like the last big Freaknik blowout was like 96. I, I know they've tried to, you know, reignite it um, in various years, but 96, yeah, I think, was the last big one. I don't think it ever took. Yeah. And so and part of the reason 96 was was kind of the last big year for Freaknik was there was a lot of political and racial elements to that whole time. In, in Atlanta, because it started it started with the with the black colleges down there, like Spelman and Morehouse and that sort of thing as a party, you know, during spring break. And, you know, folks from all over the country, uh, primarily black students would, would would go down there and just party out. And it just grew bigger and bigger. And, and what happened was, it, it you know, early 80s to early 90s, you know, it was that that whole movement of like, you know, public enemy and, and you know, kind of um, black pride in the music and that sort of thing. And so the party had a certain flair to it, right? A certain uh, certain atmosphere that was a little more positive. But then as it started to move into to gangster rap and stuff like that, you know, NWA and West Coast and all that kind of stuff and, and you know, kind of hard in New York rap, um, it, it took on a little bit different element and it used to get really, really wild down there. And so, you know, it became politicized and racialized and, you know, government trying to shut it down and then them trying to, you know, um, the colleges and governments try to make it more of a family friendly affair with like step shows and, you know, a job fairs and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but but the genie was out of the bottle, man. You know, and folks were down there partying, you know, had their, their fancy cars out, half naked girls, you know, shaking their booties, like everything you could imagine. Right. That's what was happening at Freak Nick. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of residents of ATL were, were not feeling that. And then 96 was kind of the last year for it because 96, if you remember, was the Atlanta Olympics. And and Georgia and Atlanta was like, hell no, we shouldn't have sold <laughs> shit down. <laughs> you know, we're not they weren't about to be embarrassed. Right, right. So that's the lead up. But what's making this so interesting is that, uh, and this is a this is a warning to all, all the young folks that are all on social media and, and the OnlyFans girls and the Instagram models and all that kind of stuff. So now, right, young ladies uh, who were <laughs> at the Freak Nicks, which were videotaped, right, like documentary style um, back in the day by various people, you know, they appeared in not so flattering situations in, in these videos. And Hulu decides they're going to make a, a documentary. And they're, they're working with, um, I think, Jermaine Dupree. And yes. uh, I think Uncle Luke is, is, is Uncle part Uncle Luke. Yeah, Luke, man. Luke Campbell. Yeah, man. Um, so he's, uh, you know, they, they were they were kind of staples of the of the festivities down there in the 90s. So anyway, it's supposed to be released uh, in, in uh, 2024, which is the 30th anniversary of the 94 Freaknik. Um, and it's called Freaknik, the wildest party never told. So, you know, 
man, with Uncle Lou and Jermaine, you know there's gonna be some crazy video, right? Oh yeah. So you've got um you've got some prominent black professionals now who, you know, they're in their 40s and 50s, and you've got politicians, you know, high-level corporate executives. I think there's even uh, 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 you know, high level judge, um, and then pastors and stuff, <laughs> pastors and stuff like that. Like they, they're concerned, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that their reputation is about to take a hit. <laughs> yeah. So they, they filed a lawsuit they to try to, right to, to put a stop to, to stop this. Now, what's interesting? Now, what they're saying is they 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 never there was never any official legitimate media consent release for them to appear in this thing. But I think it's a little bit ambiguous uh, because I think what they're going to claim, probably Hulu is going to claim, is that this is kind of fair use. They were they were out in public, right? It wasn't yes. like, I mean, this wasn't behind closed doors. So this is kind of fair use news type of stuff. So right. I don't think they're, they're going to win this case. Now, I think maybe best case scenario, maybe they blur their faces or something. In the, in, maybe they reach a settlement and blur their faces, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> their, their, their names are going to come out. I'm, regardless if they win this case or not, their names are going to come out. So anyway, I guess there's a lot of things at issue. Um, yeah, just okay. kind of your, your your general memories of 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 that time. Like now, we were in college, so I never I never went to Free Nick. I didn't have no money to be going across country for spring. No break. hell, no, neither did I. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't I didn't get to partake in that. But probably for the best, man. <laughs> probably for the best. <laughs> um, but uh, what's interesting is what, what do you think about the fact that like we did, we did have some good times though. Even though we weren't at Freaknik, what if what if a documentary was coming out about our oh, time back in college? How would yeah. you feel about that? I just I just yeah. want to get you guys' take on that. Man. I go on the run. One one thing that I, um, from looking at this, I, I want to just say these these people have been dubbed the Freaknik aunties, <laughs> right? The, the ones who are trying to stop this. The Freaknik aunties are now scared uh, about everything. But no, if it, if it was me. I'd be like, uh, it's time for it's time for an injunction, or it's either time for me to go on the run, or something. I guess it would depend on what on what they what they saw me doing. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, if they had any of these BS dances I was doing back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, I just I'm I'm just glad that uh, we weren't dumb enough, or actually, we probably were dumb enough. We just didn't have the access to recording equipment. We the technology wasn't there yeah, we, yet. We didn't have access to the technology to record <laughs> right. a lot of our uh, a lot of our bad decisions. So, yeah. Uh, but also, I, I I'm I'm down with the aunties. I'm like, listen, man, you know, consent is not implied. <laughs> but what? I mean, you're in public, though. So you know, you can't you can't be you can't be having my ass on TV. I know I was I was shaking it, but uh, I mean, if you're shaking your ass in public. And probably doing other nasty stuff. Hey, they're only shaking it for the hundred people that were right there, <laughs> oh, okay. not the okay. millions of people that will see Hulu. Yeah, they you know they didn't they didn't know that uh, you know twenty years later that shit would be for the world to see. So, well, I don't look. I, I went to Mardi Gras after actually after I was out of college, and I probably wouldn't want that video <laughs> coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I don't know if you're in public, man. Yeah, I mean, no, nah, I mean, yes and no. I get it. You know, you don't go to, I don't know, you don't go to a, you don't go to a Lakers game and sit up front and you know and, or you know, even that 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 Springer thing that I was ta- we were talking about last a few right. episodes ago. You know, I should have known better than to go to the fucking Jerry Springer show. 
but you know, <laughs> and then get mad that I, they sent me up front because I don't want nobody to see me. But um, also, not all the stuff that you do in public is meant for the public, if that makes any sense, or at least not. At least not if you're gonna. At least not if you're gonna like sell it. Like I mean, here's the thing: do the aunties get a little kickback? <laughs> you know what but I mean? Because you know, you I mean, they want. Jermaine and Luke, them, they they about to make a, they about to make some money, right? Off of showing these sisters uh shaking their ass. Well, but I mean, there's it's it's not the I don't think that the the documentary is not about these particular sisters. I don't think you know it's just that they they must have done some stuff that figured prominently in the video. You know what I mean? So if they pay them, then they got to pay everybody else, right? And then what happens to like just documentary and news? Like you know, there's a lot of stuff that that are is historical that's of value. That we wouldn't really get to see if if like this case goes the, the way of the aunties, you know what I mean? But, but where's the line though? I mean, everything's fucking documentary. Then I mean, any any schmo with a fucking camera can just you know go around recording people and be like, oh, I'm a documentarian, and I don't, you know I get mad when people's fucking uh, ring cameras record me when I'm just walking down the street, and then you know I hear a a, a noise, and then I you know turn towards the noise. I'm like, goddamn rings. That shit pisses me off. I'm like, you know, I should be able to, I should be able to just live my life and not worry about somebody recording it. And then even worse, using my image, you know, for their game. It's, it, that's a good point. I, you know, you guys ever watch like on <clears throat> YouTube, like those like travel, travel, uh, not documentaries, but just little travel clips. People go to these different places and they're videotaping and showing you the, the countries and stuff like that. Y'all ever watch that? Not really, no. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? I, I know what you're talking about. I usually skip those. Yeah. I'm sitting well, in my I mean, apartment I, like, hey, man, you know, I don't need to see this. I, I like that stuff. I like to, you know, see the international locations or whatever. But, you know, they're, they're, they're capturing, you know, the, the country and architecture and land and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But also, you know, people are are getting caught up in, in that, too. I just I don't know what the answer is, because on the one hand, like there's value in being able to to capture some of this stuff. But I do, on the other hand, understand that. Yes, I'm in public, but there's there's a certain degree of privacy too, man. You know, I like you know I don't necessarily want to show up in your into your little YouTube clip either. But I'm not sure what the answer is, man. But uh, I think <laughs> I, I know exactly they're, they're, what the answer is. I know exactly <laughs> what the answer is. What the Matrix? Put the, <laughs> no, rid of the kids. it's not the Matrix. It's just that you know you're in public. There's a reason public is called public. So it means that. You must just go about your business and you don't stop and do the bankhead bounce and the Tootsie Roll. <laughs> and then you, you, know, you don't just twerk and shit with Daisy Dukes on. And really, that's all there is to it. That's yeah. the answer. I mean, sure. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, when. Uh... <laughs> sometimes you got to <laughs> <Sometimes when, laughs> do the bankhead bounce. Yeah, when the, when the bass hits you, man. Sometimes you <laughs> That bass uh, drop. Sometimes your ass just starts, you know, twisting. And dude, that Tootsie <laughs> Roll. Oh my God, all those songs. I, I remember all stuff. I and Freak Nick was one of those things where no, I did not take part in it, but it was part of the culture, and it's just something that you knew about. You people say, "Oh man, I, I heard this happened. This happened. What? what yeah. Where did that happen, Freak Nick? Oh, okay, yeah, Freak Nick. Of course, it happened to Freak Nick. That's where all that stuff happened. And I'm looking at these Twitter posts where. People are talking about it. They said there's about to be a lot of divorces when that freak Nick doc drop. A couple of pastors going to have to step down from the pulpit too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I 
this, this chick says, I'll be watching very carefully to finally prove that dude cheated on me at Freaknik in 1996 when he swore <laughs> he ain't even go. <laughs> yeah, and there was a lady on TikTok whose, whose name was Tina. She says she attended multiple years, including 1994 when it was at its peak. Mm. And she says, you know, this is my prayer. She said, I will say this, though. I will say this. Whenever they would bring out those video cameras and start recording, I immediately removed myself from that situation. She said, if you see a girl in the documentary, hey, man, at least I'm fully clothed. At least all my clothes is on. That's all I got. That's the best I got. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she said, yeah, y'all, they about to put our business out in the street. Some of us might be on TV, so get your parental controls together. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And I feel the same way. It's like anytime I see somebody, like even at a bar, I'm at a bar just, you know, trying to have a scotch. And then, you know, there's some Yahoo fucking, you know, decides, you know, let's do let's do selfies and, and record, you know, record us taking drinks. And then I got to get up and and walk to the other side of the bar because I'm not, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with that. Not that I'm doing anything. I'm not shaking my ass or doing anything bad, but yeah. also I'm not be part of, you know. I'm not trying to be in public either. Yeah, didn't you used to do that Tootsie Roll? I think I think <laughs> LAT used to do that. <laughs> okay, everybody who don't know that, look look that up on YouTube. Look up that Tootsie Roll. Look up the bankhead bounce too. <laughs> anyway, I think it's different you know, though. If you're in a private establishment, you know, I think you should have a, a a certain amount of privacy. But if you're out in the street, I don't know, man. You might that just might be an L you got to take. <laughs> No, have you seen those those videos where uh, I think it's usually some of those Asian restaurants where they have the conveyor going around the entire establishment, and yeah, then somebody yeah. puts their phone on there to record everybody. There's yeah. really not much you can do about it, you know, barring you literally smacking the phone off the thing. Hey, so so like soy sauce at the phone. Soy sauce on it. You are about to be recorded, even if you're just trying to. I mean, you're out in public again. It it's it really comes down to especially this freak Nick thing, it comes down to a lot of young people today. I see them laughing. They're cracking up. They grew up with this. They grew up with their whole lives being documented right. and put online. We did not. This is, this, is, this is a Gen X thing. You know, it's not millennials. This is Gen X. Yeah. And, and we didn't grow up that way. So now a lot of us that are shaking their heads, you know, where we're looking at these people on TikTok and laughing, now these freak Nick aunties are about to pay the price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They're about to pay the price for popping it. They weren't twerking back then. They weren't twerking, but uh, they were it doing something. It was popping. Yeah, they were popping it. They was popping that cooch. You know, I, I got to imagine, I got to imagine, especially some of these prominent folks, you know, it wasn't just they was dancing suggestively or drinking or anything like that. They might have been taking some drugs. They might have been having no, sex in public. A lot of them were of doing really demeaning things. You know, a lot of the girls, they would be dancing and you see these guys just throwing beer on them, throwing, throwing, you know, throwing money at them. I mean, like literally just throwing it. Yeah. And it's just it was really it's just disrespectful. And a lot of the behavior that was going on and you don't want your pastor. You're like, damn, pastor. Uh, <laughs> you empty that whole 40 on her yeah. exactly yeah and the thing about freak nick you know back then i, I absolutely positively did want to go but I, I i don't think i would have been participating in, in all that just because 
you know, I, I know I set myself up for a fucking joke, but I think I respected women a little too much even back then <laughs> to be like, you know, pouring drinks on them while they're. No. I, I would have sat yeah. back in the cut and watched, but, you know, I wouldn't have been like a participant no. like that. I wouldn't have done well in a situation like that. I, yeah. I don't think. I think I would have just been like, oh shit, what am I yeah. doing here? I would have been like, God damn, look at that booty, but I wouldn't have been. <laughs> but I wouldn't have been all up on them, you know, smacking them or, you know, a porn water no. or whatever. But I think part of it too was there was there was a lot of um, you know, vandalism and and you know, they were trying to say, Oh, there's violent acts happening. Right. And oh, yeah. that that was why they were trying to claim that they shut it down and I'm, I'm sure things happened i'm sure things happened but i think more of it is like smooth said you know they had to go man because it was time for some olympic action well yeah. and not only that wasn't it yeah. wasn't it wasn't wasn't it getting more and more raunchy with each year you know more and more kind of like raunchy and it was crappy. and like smooth said they were trying to combat that with with some other you know organized type events but you can't combat shit like that well you know it's, it's, what's interesting is <clears throat> and we can we can discuss a debate or whatever <clears throat> one, one of the things they said and i mentioned earlier is just as the music changed in the culture they saw a change in the behavior down there like it got much much rowdier what much worse as the music moved from and y'all remember man i used you know i used to love public enemy and and, and those guys man and just kind of the you know the positive black music or what you know black pride or whatever but as the music changed you know, I, I loved NWA and all them cats too, man. And and they 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 saw a, a difference in the behavior of the crowds um, and the people who were showing up at at Freaknik. So you know, I don't know. These are people's you know subjective takes. So how true of it or not, I you know I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't there, but it kind of feeds into that. How influenced are we by the cultural stuff going around, music and movies and stuff like that? They said that there was a a, a pretty extreme shift. Um, so I don't know what you think about that. Um, I know we weren't there, but they said it, it got it got pretty bad as the music changed and the culture changed. I mean, I can see that. Look at the video for uh, you know Dre and Snoop, uh, uh, nothing but a G thing. Look at what they did to that chick, and then they sprayed her down with beer and stuff and, yeah. and uh, a forty. Yeah. And I, I definitely could see that. I mean, I could see in the eighties we had a lot of you know party songs and things like that, and then it turned into. You know, I'm going to straight shoot your ass. And also, these bitches ain't shit. So right. let, let's uh, let's bang out. Yeah. yeah. You, mem you yeah. remember Snoop's first album? Uh, that came out in 93. So that was just before that big 94 Freak Nicks. I mean, and you, you remember when that album dropped, man? That, oh, that yeah. was a joint, man. That was a nuclear explosion when that right. dropped. That was one of the biggest albums I ever remember coming out. Yeah, yeah. that all the time. Yeah, I remember the radio stations. There was two competing radio stations in Milwaukee, and uh, I don't remember the call signs now. But one of them yeah. got and got that song. What, LFM what was the? Okay, okay. I I think it was the bigger one. Was it LFM? They LFM, they got yeah. they got the uh, the song. What what was the first one that came out? Um, uh, name. Yeah. And um, they got the first one. The other station did not get it. And so the, the LFM got it. And in the middle of it, it was like WLLFM or something. And then the other station recorded it off the radio. And then when it, <laughs> when that call sign came on, they kind of like, they tried to like, you know, censor it out. But that's how they were battling over that Snoop album. 
Yeah. They desperately wanted to play that song and then they got sued for recording <laughs> recording it. <laughs> but they but there's nothing they could do because it was like, hey, it was the airwaves. You could they can record it if they want to. Yeah. How many times have we seen Freaknik um depicted in the media? I think I was just watching uh BMF on stars. I think they yeah, went yeah, down yeah. to Freaknik. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I just yeah. watched weekend actually, yeah. Yeah, that, that was dope. And then little Kim was like, you want a cheap trick? Better go down to Freak Nick. <laughs> there was a there was that um that awful animated Freak Nick uh thing that uh, uh that T Pain put out of a few years back, or maybe more than a few years back. Oh, I didn't uh, even know about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, animated. Did, uh, what what do you what do you mean? What it was uh just like an animated show about Freak Nick, and it was voiced by him and uh, I don't know, you know, they had some celebrity voices on it. I think it was called Freak Nick, actually. I don't know. I forget what it was, but I do remember watching it. They're doing an animated Tootsie Roll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get that. The old man, slide me that uh, cartoon. Is there any hentai, hentai in it? No, there's no hentai. <laughs> <laughs> no hentai? All right, I'm, I'm out. Well, I'm out. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Freaknik is. I mean, it's 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 legendary. You know, even people. I mean, everybody talks about Freaknik. You know, it's Freaknik is like a, a fucking um. What what's what was the hippie one? I don't know. Brain's not working. Woodstock. Uh, Woodstock. Woodstock. <laughs> Freaknik is like Woodstock. To us. <laughs> it's like not a lot of us went to it, but a lot of us know about it. Yeah, we we all know about it, and yeah, it's just it's one of those things where at the time, man, I wanted to go so bad, and now I'm like, thank God, I didn't go to that because I might be sweating bullets right now. Yeah, it was called um, it was called Freaknik. Uh, it was on uh, Adult Swim. I just looked it up. Yeah, it was called like Freaknik the Musical or something like that, and it was on Adult Swim, and it lasted almost a season. <laughs> well, I think the the Freaknik aunties need to reunite. They need to reunite and show us they still got it. You know, they still got it or what? I bet you they do still got it. Fifties the new forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey man, that could it could actually work out. A group called the Freaknik aunties. It'll oh, it'll God. be like uh, what's that? What's that Tina Fey show? The uh, Girls Five Eva. If you heard of that one. Oh yeah, I heard that. I never watched it's, it. But. Yeah, it'll be like that. They come back. Actually, I think there's a. Isn't there a, a one with some sisters that is, is similar to Girls Five Eva? Uh, it's shameful. I, I should I should know what that is. Yeah. I get I get all my television a year later. So. Oh okay okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that the like Smooth said the lawsuit probably won't stand, but they got to go through the motions. Yeah, yeah go through the motions. They'll and and they might just kick out a little cash. Here's ten thousand dollars. Here you go, and that'll that's nothing to them. They'll kick that out, and then the documentary will be out, and they'll just have and, to. You know, the filmmakers, I mean, they should just you know just do everybody a solid and just blur the faces. We're not saying you can't use the footage. That footage is out. Blur those then, faces. But then don't they have to blur everybody's face now. I mean, oh, the hell with their faces. Blur, blur, they need to blur those asses out. <laughs> I'll be like, like, no, that's definitely her. I know that ass. <laughs> so you 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 didn't blur that shit out. 
<laughs> I know those ass dimples anywhere. Anywhere, <laughs> Kim disguise that. Hey, 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 Bertha, bring your ass in here, girl. <laughs> Ain't that you from thirty years ago or whatever? That ass anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it could really happen, man. Well, I know this much. I will be watching will it be when watching it comes it. out. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no <laughs> doubt. I will be watching it. <laughs> We we will return to this topic <laughs> when it comes out. In 2024, we go, yeah. we gonna go through it. Please stay tuned for that one. Right, man. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh your 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 the next topic also uh takes place in the great city of Atlanta too, <laughs> of doesn't course. it? Yes, man. I want to talk to you guys about the boot girls. And, and I saw that said boot girls, what the hell is this? It was two women challenging Atlanta's parking enforcement industry. So these two sisters, um, what happened is that one of the girl's car got booted while she was visiting her friend and now business partner at her apartment complex in April. So what we need to know is that apparently booting is it's illegal in most of Georgia, not Atlanta. There's a couple cities where they have overridden the the state ban. So the booting, it is actually uh, what this attorney, Matt Weatherington, calls piracy. He used this word to describe the booting industry in Georgia, which he and his Atlanta-based firm have fought for nearly a decade. We're, We're trying to stop what I consider piracy because they're seizing your property. You're not getting it back until you give them money and your options for recourse are essentially non-existent. So the girls, who call themselves Boot Baby, and the next one is called Boot Shiesty. That's my girl, <laughs> Boot Boot Shiesty. So she wears a pink balaclava, and Boot Baby wears a black balaclava because this is legally dubious what they're doing. So what they do is is once Boot Shiesty got her car booted, she didn't want to pay the parking enforcement company, and then they had a friend who had one of the boot keys, so they decided to buy their own keys. And then Boot Shiesty says, ever since then, we just went on our bullshit. So they started a company. They started a business. So now when your car gets booted, you call the boot girls and Boot Shiesty shows up and she unlocks that shit. So, but here's the thing. So they charge 50 bucks. And whereas the parking, it's not bad at all because the parking (laughs) enforcement companies charge $75 per day. So you could be looking at plenty of money if it takes you a week to get there and deal with it. So, and they were saying this follows a lawsuit from 2018. Man was charged 650 bucks to have the boot removed. And the judge said, it's a crazy thing to say the normal cure for an unauthorized entry on your property is to insist that the trespasser remain on your property. Right. I mean, that's it's nuts. So he says it's nuts. So under any conception of the law, where in the world can you say a cure for trespass is to continue the trespass? They won't let you leave. And so this, this right. is not quite legal. It's not quite legal where, where the police say, um, I got a quote from this guy where he says it's not illegal to own a boot key. However, the use of a boot key to modify, tamper or disengage a booting device from a vehicle could result in a variety of charges such as criminal trespass theft of services, theft by taking, or second-degree property damage. So before I open it up here, I just want to say that they have 
85,000 followers across Instagram and TikTok. So they've got a whole kind of thriving uh, business out of this. I think we've all dealt with parking situations before. I mean, what do you guys think of this? I mean, that parking thing, that's whole, it's a whole racket, man. I've, I've been told a couple of times where, like, I'll get told on a Friday and then the tow place, they're like, oh, we don't open on Monday, but you still got to pay those three days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a whole fee. racket. And like, yeah, anybody, you know, anyone that's trying to, you know, upset that system, I'm, I'm down with because that shit is a racket. You know, it's. Yeah. You know, everybody's in on it. The cops, the city, the park, the, the tow truck drivers, the, you know, the lots, all that shit. So I'm, I'm down with uh, Boot Chiesty. <laughs> <Her brethren. laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, especially some of these big cities like New York, like they, you can. And we're reasonably intelligent people, right? And you could look at some of these signs and like, I, I have really no idea. Am I allowed to park here or not? The, the way yeah. they, the, the way they, they, they do it, um, it's a racket. I, you know, when I was reading the article, I think like it's about a hundred thousand people per year get their car booted in Atlanta. So that yes. that alone, that alone is seven and a half million dollars a year, right? And that's, that's only that's, assuming that it's one day for each assuming person. Assuming it's one day, which you know. It probably averages out to multiple days because like like LAT said, you know, they they get you on a Friday like, oh, we ain't open until Tuesday, (laughs) you know, some nonsense like that. And so it's a racket. Um, You know, government, politician and police are probably in on it too, getting kickbacks and different bullshit like that. So, you know, you already know how I feel about the government and the law. Just because it's just because it's law, don't make it right. It used to be the law that you could ask slaves. It used to be the law that you could do Jim Crow. So just because it's law don't make that shit right. And we need to stand up more and more when, when shit is not right. So I'm all with Boo Shiesty and Boo Baby and, <laughs> and whoever else, man. Get get your bread. Put these MS out of business, man. But the only thing is, I don't think it's going to last long because then everybody's going to get a boot key, you know? Well, as a matter of fact, now, um, this this lawyer who was talking about, he's not their lawyer, but this Matt Weatherington he was saying in Atlanta, the booting companies are city council sanctioned pirates that mm-hmm. act as judge, jury, sometimes executioner for perceived parking violations. But now two senators, Democrat Josh McLaurin and Republican John Albers in the Georgia legislature are poised to ban booting across the state. So what they're saying is that the boot girls have started a lot of momentum on this. And they said, in what other instance could you ever imagine? Where you have someone who says, I will charge you $50 to give you back access to your property and then turn into a celebrity. And he says, right. just think about how messed up that is for our city. It shouldn't be that way. But that just shows you how bad and just how pervasive booting is in Atlanta. I mean, incredible. So I, I hope this bill passes. It is going to a vote in early 2024. The city about to get broke off when that shit passes. That's all, that's all it is. It's just a scram, scam. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I see some quotes from them where they said that uh, Boot Baby says the negative interactions have been few and far between. But Boot Shiesty had said, uh, we don't look for no problem, but they do do it. They do come for us. She said, there's been grown men trying to attack us and stepping on us. Why would they do that? I mean, I'm trying to understand why would someone attack you? For unlocking the boot. Well, they, they might be with one of the boot companies, 
you know, or, or they might be being paid by the boot companies to to harass them, to get them to stop because they're costing them money, you know? But I mean, like, so your car, like I, I, I park my car on private property unknowingly somewhere. The person has it booted. Then I call the boot, you know, the boot girls. It might be a day later or so. So, so they're just waiting on me, waiting on the boot girls to go after them. But uh, it'd have to be organized. I guess it would be like you said, maybe it is kind of organized harassment or something. Oh, they, they could be setting them up. They, like, they, like, let's say you're the boot company and you booted, you know, a car at this location. You have someone contact the boot girls, right? Um, you don't own the car, but you, you booted the car. So you, ha- you contact the boot girls, have them come out there, and then you harass them and scare them to try to get them to stop doing this type of thing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're effing, with, effing with your money. I mean, I, w- I wish I could Wait, say that's that. A crime, uh, right? I, mean, I, I don't. I don't believe it, but no, I I 100% could see that happening. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ruthless out here, and so the the boot girls are working on creating a line of merchandise, a podcast, oh. and, Jesus Christ. and and they recently <laughs> put out a call for new recruits. And we're going to expand, and we're also going to do it until we can't. So like. They're going to have to, if, if that bill passes and those they can't do that booting anymore, then they can just expand to a different city or somewhere where, where they can do it. I mean, again, they, they, the situation that the government has set up here by being, you know, they're being criminals in my eyes. They've kind of set the stage for these folk heroes. And hey, I I'm glad they can make some money off of it. F that. Yeah, it's just it's just a bunch of nonsense. It makes me think about, <clears throat> and I, I'll admit I don't I don't know all the details of, about this, but just something I had heard years ago is like um, in New York City, trying to get a what they call like a medallion for like a, you know so you can drive a taxi. Yeah, I think it costs. I want to say like I'm about to check this. Um, I want to say it was close to a million dollars. I don't I don't know, but it's um. You know, they're, they're, it's, it's really tightly controlled in terms of who, who has the right to, to pick people up legally in New York City. Right. And right. so, you know, this is this is something that politicians and, and different, you know, big wigs can can uh, can control. There's a lot of money in that. Right. Instead of if you have free competition, then the cost of a cab starts to go down. Right. The cost of like a, a ride in the t- taxi gets to, starts to go down, which is why a lot of these cities try to fight Uber and, and whatnot in the beginning. So it's just like it's, it's like when government gets in bed with private interest to restrict people's rights. You know, it just it's, it's not a good look, man. We all suffer for it, you know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad these girls are able to start fighting back against that. I mean, I've never I've never been booted. I have been told, though. I mean, yeah, and and like, you know, LAT said, it's some BS because I was in a snowstorm one time and I parked. I didn't realize I couldn't park there because it was a blizzard. <laughs> and I parked the next morning. I come out and my shit was just gone. And I'm like, what? What? You know, and I was like, I parked here. Right. And then I thought, OK, let me guess. My car wasn't stolen in the blizzard. It was it was jacked by the city, legally stolen. And I get down, I get all the way down to this place, collect my car. There's people crying in there because it was like it was like 20 bucks a day at the time and i remember this lady crying next to me and she was like she owed 80 bucks at this point she didn't have it right and they're like well you know sorry we can't release it and she's like oh i came with the 40 dollars," and they're like no no it's 80 dollars because you're two days later and she's like how am i supposed to get to work and i was like i gotta get out of here because it was just such 
human misery. And when I got my car, I'm driving away and my, my low gas light comes on like what's like somebody siphoned my gas in oh, that man. lot. And I, I, and I know for a fact I had a full tank cause I was in a blizzard and I was kicking myself earlier the night before. Cause I had to get gas in a blizzard. And I was like, who's stupid enough <laughs> to let themselves get on E and, and I'm sitting there, you know, getting blasted. And I filled it up that night. And sure enough, when I, I came out, I'm like, you sons of bitches. But what are you going to do about it? If I had known about Boot Shiesty back then, <laughs> I would have I I called her, like, handle this. Yeah. So shout out to Shiesty. And what was the other one's name? Don't, Boot, don't forget Boot about Boot, Boot Baby, man. Don't forget Boot about Baby. Shouts out to Baby and Shiesty. You know, much success. I, I hope I hope you guys, you know, make as much money as possible. Before, before the before the boot mafia shut you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before they come for them. Now the thing is, like, so so boot baby's wearing the black balaclava, and boot boot shiesty wears the pink one. So when they're looking for recruits, I mean, do you have to get your own color? I mean, could I, like if I was recruited, could I have like a bandit mask on? Does it have to be like <laughs> the, the boot bandits? I do it, but they don't. They I don't think they boot in in, in, in my city. I think they just tow. Yeah, they just they just tow you around here. They're not trying to have your shit sitting around in yeah, the parking that's, lot. That's, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. California. Forty dollars a day? Deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you guys store my <laughs> store my car for me? Yeah, deal. That is a sweet parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where it is. I'll be down to pick it up <laughs> on Monday. Keep it over the weekend. Well, I think in that case, guys, we we pretty much uh the only thing that would make this better is is if you know somehow we could combine the freak Nick aunties with, with the boot I was girls. Just that. <laughs> yeah, can we somehow combine this whole thing? And like when they show up, when they show up to unlock the boot, they do the Tootsie Roll. Mm. And no, it's I, only one syllable between boot and booty. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. There's there's, there's 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 some marketing that can be done. Hey, somebody out there, that movie, we're, you know, you guys can make that. Just kick us back something. Kick us back something, because you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, guys. Should we go ahead and get out of here, or, or you guys got more? Yeah, man, I got to go. I got to go get my car. <laughs> I'm, I'm sending Boo Shiesty out to help you out, man. All right, make sure you don't get recorded, man. <laughs> yeah, stay, stay off there recording. We see you in 10 years doing the bankhead bounce. I know. <laughs> okay, guys, but let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, so thanks a lot for listening, people. We really appreciate it. Drop us a, a like or a subscribe. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. And also check us out on Instagram. I'm going to make sure to uh, leave that link down there. And um, all right, we'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace. Peace.